Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 445, 445. Hey, uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about football today, of course, but we're going to talk about sports in general. Today, hey, was the first day of Major League Baseball, the big throwout pitch that started. They now have a season going on down in the States. They also have a huge pandemic or an epidemic down there because a pandemic is worldwide, and the worldwide has kind of got a handle on this, except for America, because they're a bunch of idiots. Um, so that yeah, they're they're starting Major League Baseball right now with uh, cardboard cutouts in the in the stands, or I don't know whether those are fans or just dumb Americans. Oh, jeez, did I say that out loud? God damn, I'm gonna go to hell. Uh, hate mail to Will McDonald. Um, anyhow, so where are we going with this? Uh, Major League Baseball, yes, they just had the pitch, uh, the the throw, the first season's going on. Hockey looks like it's gonna progress. Uh, they're they're supposed to be starting up the playoffs real soon. Uh, yes, no, maybe so. Uh, what did I hear today from Will was that the Blue Jays are not going to be able to play in Canada. They're going to have to play in an American city. Uh, that's kind of weird. Uh, back to hockey. Um, Seattle was granted a um, tentative uh, franchise a couple of years ago. Now it looks like it's official. So the official name was given out tonight, today, this morning, was the Seattle Kraken. Now Kraken, is, of course, is... Uh, what is what is Kraken? Kraken is a mystical sea monster. Okay, and uh, what are we gonna do? Hang on, Will. What's up? What's going on? Am I not working? Open your mic. Yeah, you're working. Oh, okay. Well, you, Hello? I just got a thing you're from working. you that says "What's up?" Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, that's old. Old gift. Okay. So the Seattle Kraken is is coming on, and and this is their new team. Okay. So here's quite a question. Okay. The, Amazon, Amazon, one of the largest companies, or at least one of the wealthiest men in the world. He's the first person that's actually going to become a trillionaire, uh, Jeff Bezos. Um, they purchased the naming rights to the new stadium or renovated or massive billion-dollar renovation to this stadium that the Seattle Kraken, or it's not stadium, uh, arena, that the Seattle Kraken are going to play in. I love saying that, Kraken. Okay, do a little Scottish accent. Okay, anyhow, um, so they're good. They've, they've chosen a name, and it's actually very uh, environmentally friendly, I believe. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what it is right now, but it, it is an Amazon initiative to clean up and bring their, their organization to net zero waste, uh, which is really cool and admirable on their part. And I, I wish them all the best considering the, the, the amount of waste that that company puts out right now. But um, – They've paid millions and millions of dollars to name the stadium. And we're all going to call it the Crack House because that's what it is, right? The Kraken play in the Crack House. And all the fans, Seattle fans, are all crackheads. I mean, who, who came up with this idea for this name? I like the name personally. I think it's a really cool. Uh, you can do a lot of cool things with the logos and this, that, and everything else. Like the, there's a rum out there called Kraken. 
but seriously, were you not thinking of the consequences of this? We're going over all these different names, Edmonton Eskimos and the Washington Redskins and all these sort of things that are changing names. And you guys have the opportunity to pick any name you want and you pick crackheads. I, I Give me a break. I, you know, you're supposed to have lots of money to become a professional team owner. Obviously, he inherited it because he didn't make it with his mind. I don't know. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I I cannot believe that that they picked this name. It's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, I think it's a great name. I just don't think it's a great name for a sports team because, oh, you know, you, you think that the Green Bay Packers got the cheeseheads. Yeah, Seattle Kraken got the crackheads. No doubt in my mind, it's gonna happen. It is going to happen everywhere. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, okay, going on to the uh, CFL, back to the CFL, because that's who we are. We want to talk about the CFL. Um, a lot of things are changing going on. We've got continuous discussions with the government. Well, we'll get to those, you know, and talking in a bit. Uh, the Heritage Minister is not real happy with us right now. I don't think there's going to be a CFL season this year. And that's just, I called that months ago, and everybody said, no, you're an idiot. And all the Winnipeg fans, uh, first off, I don't think that having the CFL season anywhere is a good idea. Uh, this pandemic is, is ramping back up, and we're going to go through a second wave of this. And Winnipeg has, is swinging their doors open to fans and players alike. I think it's the dumbest move that they probably could. They are actually one of the few provinces that actually have a handle on this pandemic. And they're, they're going to drop their pants and bend over. It's so stupid. I'm, I'm, I can't believe that Winnipeg actually wants to do this. And you talk to any Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans, they're all excited about this. This is wonderful. Football's coming. It's going to only be in their town. It's brain dead. Absolutely brain dead. I cannot get over how stupid this is. And, you know, and we're, I was talking to Will just be off the air before this because he doesn't he's, – he's one of those guys that just doesn't – Bottom line is the numbers don't support the severity of what everybody is saying this is. Is that correct, Will? Will McDonald, welcome to the show. Yes, that is correct. Right? That, you know what that's I, what you said to what, me off the air, I, right? Yes, 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 that's what I said. But what I okay. can't get over, what I can't get over is this is like a cheerleading thing. Every rah, time rah, rah. I hear... I, every time I hear from a Winnipeg person, it's like, oh, we've had no new cases in Manitoba. Yeah, like, and, they, and they just got slammed. Is this a competition? Like, fuck, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> we've had less deaths this month in Manitoba. And we get we get the CFL hub games. We are great. We weren't great for 28 years, but now role. we're great. We won the Great Cup, <laughs> and now we get the Hub Games. Finally, yeah. people are discovering Manitoba is the place to be. Isn't that and why you just left? Just so you know, Christopher. Just for just so you know, Christopher. I I am, and I've never been a crackhead, but I think that name is offensive to most crackheads, and I think it should be banned before it ever gets started. And one other thing is, and you made a comment earlier, just so you know, Christopher, um, 
Oh, come on. I had it all set up. Will, what did you do? Um, did, where's your notes? The, oh, my God. D, what was I going to see? D-A-L-M, Christopher. Dumb American Lives Matter, okay? Come on. Dumb American Lives Matter. D-L-M-A. D-A-L-M. I don't, I don't know. I'm gone. not sure about that. Well, you know, if you look at know. my Facebook, and I, most people don't, um, I, I've got a, a, a thing on there about this. The spread of COVID-19 is based on two factors, how dense the population is and how yes. dense the population is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Right? Uh, you know, I think we should... Go ahead. I think what we should do... I think what we should do is do it just like they do at football games. You know, at football games, they announce people, like they announce the players, they announce Joe Smith from Arizona State University. I think from now on, people should answer the phone with Will McDonald from Manitoba. We've had no new cases today. But you have. Manitoba's going ballistic, like there's two or three new cases. I mean, it's. It, I know they're it's, probably they're probably staggering. all going. They probably they're probably all going back to IKEA, <laughs> and that's where they're catching them. Okay, because it's the hot spot in Winnipeg is IKEA. Okay. Well, it's because they have one, right? I don't think there's one in well, Regina. That's right. That's right. No, no. The two biggest things that have happened to Winnipeg in the last twenty years is the Jets came back and they got a new IKEA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody who came to visit me from Manitoba for the last 20 years, the first place they wanted to go was Ikea. And I'm like, what? You like shit furniture? Okay, we can go to Ikea. Let's do it. So, anyways, just my personal opinion. Are we done renting? I'm kinda, I don't know. I'm kinda, Are we? I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm kind of in a different mood tonight. I actually drank for a little a little bit last night, and I don't normally no way, do really? that. Yeah, so I'm kind of loose. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I understand how it can I get kind of... I, I had a whole two glasses of wine, so... Ooh. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot for Will. It is a lot for Will. And, and even though I had the two glasses of wine, I still have not smoked. That's usually a trigger for me. Is when I drink, I smoke. Actually, in reality, when I did anything, I smoked. So, I guess everything is a trigger. Yeah, but that's that's probably true too. But you know, hey, oh well. Okay, Charles is not with us. He said he's going to be late, right? He said twenty to thirty minutes late. Okay, so there's no and Mark point. Is, in us- and Mark is camping. So. Yes. Yes, I know. I don't need to. Deep sigh. I don't understand. You know, it's not so bad now because there really isn't a football season. But he used to go away during football season. And I, I couldn't believe that. That's just, like, ridiculous. How do you do that? I don't, I don't like people who don't commit. Okay? I understand that. You know, you know me. I, I'm a commit guy. If you commit, make sure you commit. All the way. I know. Okay. I understand. I understand. And 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 for the most part, I do. And sometimes I have. Yep. Uh, I, 
performance that takes attention. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know your your attendance is, is pretty good, except for when you're in Las Vegas, which probably means you'll never miss another show. You probably won't be going back to Las Vegas. Um, no, next year, absolutely. Whether absolutely. I'm dead or alive, I'm going to Las Vegas. Absolutely. Oh, well. I did manage to I get have... all my money back, too. I did manage to get all my money back, too. That was good. Well, answer. So. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all, pretty I, cool. I don't want to travel anywhere else. I don't want to travel anywhere else. I just want to go to Las Vegas. That's it. Yeah, I t- to, so. it's one town I don't think would be a good place to be going. You know, I, I, I just, just in case people are wondering, no, I have not bought my ticket to go to the Grey Cup in Winnipeg in December. <laughs> That's not going to ever happen. So Yeah. I, like, Winnipeg, December, Grey Cup, really? Come on. I know, I know. And Come Wade on. Miller came on. Wade Miller came on and, and said, you know what, Ian, a little bit of cold weather doesn't hurt anybody. And I'm going, dude, man, you're packing on some extra insulation that most of us don't have. You know, he's not a thin boy. Well, no, and in, and in Winnipeg they have a special. It's called brown fat, okay? And, okay? and you develop it by living in a place like Winnipeg. It's brown fat, and it does keep you warmer. So, is, is that never, a racist thing? Yeah. No, it's not a racist thing. I'm serious. I'm 100% serious. It's called brown fat. Brown fat. Yes, sir. Brown fat. Had nothing to do with and, race. And, and it's not 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 a people color. No, no, no. No, 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 no. They, used they probably to say, need to find a new name for it. No, they used to say that when you lived in Winnipeg, you developed brown fat because you know what? For the first four years I was in Calgary, it would be minus 20 outside, and I'd be walking down the street in a windbreaker. That's because I had brown fat, and it's usually minus 35 at that time of the year in Winnipeg, so I had no problem with minus 20. Yeah. So, there you go, I but I've that. lost all my brown fat since then. So, if you know what I mean. Are we just going to okay. wreck this whole show with nobody else on it, or should we talk about football now? No, we're going to wait. We're going to wait for Charles to show up to do our our week seven Pitch. predictions, okay? Because yes. otherwise, okay. it's really stupid. You and me just doing it, right? So we're going to yeah. go on and we're going to talk right now about the Edmonton Eskimos, oh, and I'll be okay. damned if I'm going to call them anything else because you know what? When that idiot prime minister of ours, and I know we're not supposed to be getting political. But when that idiot prime minister of ours changed the words to O Canada, I certainly did not belt out the new words. In fact, I I raised my voice a little bit with the older ones. So I I think that the same thing is going to happen to me here. This is going to be the Edmonton Eskimos to me until I die. But Edmonton football organization has confirmed that it is making a name change. They do not know what the name is going to be. But they have said there is too too much negative uh, things out there with uh, Edmonton Empire, so it will not be Edmonton Empire. So I don't know whether they, they, there's too many Star Wars 
fans at, in the Edmonton Eskimos uh, organization, and uh, they don't want to be known as the Evil Empire. But we've called them the, the Evil Empire for I don't know how many decades. So I don't know why they just don't embrace it, right? Uh, I think it's stupid and ridiculous that they've had to change their name, especially since the Inuit aren't really having a problem except for a couple of idiots and uh, and a bunch of disheartened, really lame white folk that are picking up a crusade. Uh, and, I, you know, my position on that is never going to change. Uh, the uh, I understand changing the Washington Redskins. The Redskins is a derogatory racial slur towards Native Americans. No question. Okay? There's a lot of other... Never mind. We're not going to go into those. But that is definitely one of them. So changing their name is, is, is it, I think, is important. But the Atlanta Braves is not derogatory. Cleveland Indians is not derogatory. Um, you know, I do like that, that, that letter. Was that you that posted the letter about the... The, the Raiders and the, and the Vikings and all of the other things. Brilliant. Absolutely no. brilliant. No. But it wasn't our group, right? I think so. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, what do you think about the Edmonton Eskimos or the lack thereof Eskimo? Well, I just... I just don't find the name offensive. And apparently they've changed uh, that wonderful ice cream treat called an Eskimo pie too, right? Yes, they did. Apparently that was the company that did they, that. They've changed that name. Okay. I would think <laughs> pie would be more offensive than Eskimo, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, but I do. Um, I'm very, I'm very, very disappointed in in what's going on because I I don't find the name offensive. I still think people can get offended about everything and anything, and we just go about changing them at will, and it's going to get worse. And I just don't, I just don't like it. And I, and I tend to, and I tend to believe, and I think you have said this before, it's because this millennial generation has never been spanked. Yes, yes, 100%. 100%. And I think I, so that's one of the posts that I just had up on, uh, on my Facebook page, which was, uh, where is it here? I think I can even find it. Uh, I think that we can conclude the timeout generation didn't produce as good a citizens as the ass beating generation. And, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm one that's, uh, completely behind that one. I I think it's real. and, And it's an interesting thing because I have an experience in this, in the last day. Um, last night we had my, my best friend from Winnipeg's daughter over for dinner. Her, she is here visiting her boyfriend who lives in St. Albert, which is outside of Edmonton. And they are 25 and 27 years old. And they're highly, they're highly educated. And up until a year ago, her boyfriend lived with his mummy. And she right. still lives with and she still lives with her parents. 
and she's been a full-time school teacher for three years now. And we're sitting having conversations with them, and they know everything. And they believe their opinions are right on everything. And I've been I've been with my wife for 27 years, and we're giving each other the look over dinner. You know what the look is, right, Christopher? Yeah, yeah. And 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 we crawled into bed last night, and she says to me, "Isn't it neat?" I said, "What? That those children? She called them children. Have an opinion on everything, and they haven't even lived a fucking life." And that's what it comes down to. Everything is wonderful because they haven't gotten kicked in the bag yet. I know. And they haven't gone through life and they haven't got the scars that we have. And, and, and they will think a lot differently 20 years from now, like we do. I mean, I'm going to say I was an idealistic when I was 19 years old. The world was wonderful and, and everything was fantastic, right? Yeah. And then you go through life, and it just fucking just grinds you down. But seriously, how many hippies are still hippies? Yeah, I know. Right? Well, I actually, place to find hippies. You can still find hippies in Polson Park in Vernon, B.C., okay? They live there, okay? Yeah. But other than that, I haven't seen many hippies lately. So yeah, uh, there's, just, there's actually and, a couple of them here in Merritt that act, that, that, that that are 70 plus years old and they look just like they did when they were uh, in the 60s. When they were 20 plus years old, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just it's just, and all these people want to change these things that aren't right, and and I'm sorry, but this stuff to me is not offensive. What they're doing to change these things, I find that offensive. Just saying. Just my opinion, I, guys. I know. I know. I, I, I'm with you on this. So, you know. And we had Mayor Nemshi. Mayor Nemshi, he's the mayor of Calgary. Here's my biggest pet peeve. Talking about <clears throat> why they why they can't wear masks at the gym in Calgary. Okay? Why? Well, because you can't fucking breathe with a mask on when you're at the gym, okay? And I'm just looking at Mayor Nemshi, and obviously he's never worked out a day in his fucking life because he's a fat fuck. Did I say that? Whoops, sorry. I didn't mean to offend any fat people out there. Oh, I think you did. Yeah, I probably did. But I I digress. He actually is not going to make people wear masks at the gym, so which is a good thing because I would have worn a mask on my head, the top of my head, that is. So there you go. Now, can we talk about football? The Eskimo thing, I think it's a bunch of crap, and and I think it's despicable that you are changing an organization's name since, what, 1945? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But they it will is. make, but they will make some good coin on 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 remarketing everything, right? 
Well, right now they are absolutely um, uh, all of the Edmonton Eskimo gear is just flying off the shelves right now. They won't have anything left over. The fans are just gobbling it up. Yeah. Now, now, can you ban people from wearing Eskimos stuff to the games? I, I don't see how. That's not very I'd nice like to, if they were to I'd do like that. I'd like to see them try. Yeah, that'll be kind of funny. Our old buddy Rhonda Hopi might take somebody out if they did that to her. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, I just think I just think it's ridiculous, and and maybe it's because I'm fucking old and and don't like change, but. I mean, it was good for many, many years, and nobody was offended, and now they're going to change it. And my vote goes to the, the name I came up with last week, would have been, and it would have been the Edmonton Elderberries. Interesting. Gives, gives a little more class to that blue-collar town. How does that sound? Yeah, I saw a post just a couple minutes ago, the Edmonton ejaculations. So. <laughs> hey, you know, this is odd for me because usually I don't care what happens to Edmonton, and if anything goes wrong with Edmonton, I cheer. But I think this is this is going a little too far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, what did I? Oh, uh, I just saw the meme here. Um, white bread will be now known, uh, referred to as a privileged loaf. As a what? Privileged loaf. <laughs> no longer white bread. Ah, uh, what is this world coming to? Okay. Um, CFL continues discussions with the government. Now, here, let's see what we've got on this thing here. Uh, first off, the Heritage Minister, which I think we're going to get to in a couple minutes here. He says no. Uh, but the CFL is still talking to the government. There are discussions. And a gentleman by the name of Tony Washington, and you say he was with uh, the Montreal Alouettes Montreal, last, year. last year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he tweeted out, everybody check this out. It's not on the CFL or the PA, so stop it with the rumors. Nothing moves without government, federal government funding us what we need, period. If you have any questions on whether the CFL will play, call Parliament. We're ready for a deal to play. The government is not. Okay, so basically what he's saying is that if the federal government does not give the CFL, the money that they have requested, there will not be a CFL season. Yes, I understand that they're all preparing to have a CFL season because they're anticipating this money from the federal government. But it's not a done deal. And in fact, they're getting more no's than they are yeses from every little different division and, and everything else. So I don't know what's going on. So we got another uh, tweet out there from John Bowman. To the players e- emailing me and calling me about this clickbait reporter, Justin Dunk, we did not vote on anything yet. Talks are ongoing, 
And if there's a vote, you'll hear it from the CFLPA. Dunk is just bored at home. I don't think that has anything to do with this, but I like it. I just absolutely like it. Obviously, there there's a, a situation that's going on right now. Um, it, there's another tweet here that from Farhan Lauji. Uh, my understanding is that both the CFL and CFLPA believe talks in the last four to five days have been productive and constructive, and that a possibility of a new CBA in advance of the self-imposed deadline of this Thursday, July 23rd, which is today, is a very real possibility. So I haven't heard that there is a new uh, CBA in place. And obviously this John Bowman, Justin Dunk article uh, that says that the players have voted on it, uh, which just hasn't happened. So I don't know what's going on in this world. Does it really matter? We're not going to have football. Are the feds going to kick out some money and help out the CFL I think they should it, this is a real turn this is a 180 degree turn from my opinion or position when they first asked for 150 million dollars I said screw that um, but now I'm starting to backtrack backpedal back do whatever you want on this one. Uh, the CFL has as well. They've come back down to, what is it, about $50 million that they're looking for, 45 or $50 million. Um, and that'll allow them to play football this year in a compressed season. They're not asking for anything more than that. I think that that amount of money is realistic. Uh, I don't know where the numbers go. I haven't seen how the proposal is. I haven't seen anything on that at all. Um, so, but $150 million just seemed ludicrous. I mean, absolutely ludicrous. That was $15 million per team, uh, more than $15 million per team. And with a, you know, uh, a $5 million salary cap, that means that that was $10 million just to put in their slush funds. Uh, you know, I know there's a, a lot of other costs and everything else, but I thought that that was just a bit of an overkill. Uh, let's face it, most companies, the most expensive expense that they have is their their labor force. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little weird. Uh, Will, what's your thoughts on this government? Should the government fund the CFL? Are they going to fund the CFL? Are we going to have a CFL season without it? Are we going to have a CFL at all? without any government funding. You, you, you see, I thought I thought the biggest problem was that a number of players aren't going to play because they're not going to get paid enough money, okay? Because they're talking now, they're talking about a six-game schedule, and they give them a third of what they would make, and blah, 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 blah. Um, some of these guys who actually do have jobs in the off-season – I don't know if I would quit my job to make a third of what they normally make during the season um, when you could just wait till next year and start over again. Well, Mike um, Riley would make a quarter million dollars, so I think I would do it. But yeah, I know. Are you the guys talking about a minimum 50, wage player at 50000 No. No. So, and, and I do believe the federal government should help them out. Absolutely. And... I, I actually, in reality, I didn't have a problem with the $150 million. 
and that would give each team about $15 million because that was also the scenario where there wasn't going to be a season, and therefore they couldn't make any revenue. So, Well, I understand um, that, but they also don't have any ex- expenses. Why would you pay the players? Well, but it's still to keep the league going for that year. I mean, you'd have to play the pay- – well, maybe you wouldn't have to pay the players anything. No, I don't know, man. why it's would just, you? I mean, you, you, know, you would pay you know, a very skeleton crew. You'd lay off most of your people. Uh, you, you know, yes, you would still have your overhead for your training facility. Like BC Lions own their own training facility. So they would still have, you know, the property taxes and the, the, the hydro and everything else for that. But, you know, yep. in the long run, it's not going to cost a team $15 million to stay afloat for a year if they have no expenses. You start playing football no. games, especially if you're traveling, now you've got expenses. Now you've got, you know, yeah. you've got to move 50 people or, or 75 people across the country back and forth. That Now you have expenses. Right. And they, they were even actually talking today, even these hub games, they would actually have people in the stands, which I found kind of ridiculous. But, hey, whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I still still think because this is such uncharted territory, I still don't think they know what they're doing. And I don't know if they ever will know what they're doing. No, I I agree. I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting so used to not having any sports on TV and not having anything to do. Okay, I spent last weekend I went I went fifteen hours Saturday and fifteen hours Sunday and I painted my entire house outside from top to bottom. Wow. So yeah. That's how bored I am. So because I have nothing to do on weekends. So well, now you I got could baseball. Go to work, but yeah, I hate fucking baseball. I think baseball is the stupidest sport that was ever invented. I think uh, that's where kickers should go to retire. Is they should play baseball. Anyways, that's just my opinion. No, it, it, that 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 has merit. That does have merit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they can kick a football, they should definitely be able to hit a ball. Well, that's a that's right. a theory. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the at the um, baseball players, they're they're not a um, physical specimen, or at least they didn't they didn't used to when I saw a couple some of games. Of, I don't know whether some of them some of them aren't. No, that's for sure. That's for right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, shit. I look better than some of the baseball players that I've seen. So. Mind you, yeah. I, I tried to throw the dog ball the other day, and it didn't go very far. I don't think I could have caught it to the pitcher's mound. I mean, wasn't one of wasn't one of the greatest baseball players of all time a fat guy? Well, yeah, Babe Ruth wasn't he a little fat right. guy? I mean, even he even Pete Rose guy. was was not not a, he didn't see much of the inside well, of the gym, did he? Well, yeah, but yeah, but no, but the thing with Pete Rose, it was that bowl haircut that really bothered me. Okay, <laughs> you'd think a guy who made that kind of money could 
get a decent barber, but look at Donald Trump, eh? So, what can you say? Dumb American lives matter, okay? Well, they do. They do. Dumb American lives matter. So, I I just... I, I, and and, and let's clarify here, Will William, you're not calling all Ameri- all Americans dumb, are you? Will, work um, with me here. <laughs> work no, with me. Not all of them. There is not an exception in there somewhere, right? There is a couple of exceptions that I have met. Okay. Actually, um, Good. but what I was going to okay. say is. Even if we don't get CFL football this season, I I can fulfill my football addiction with NFL football because I know the dumb Americans will have a full season. I guarantee it. That's really I guarantee sad. It. There's too much money involved, Christopher. There's too much money oh, involved. Oh, I know, I know, I know. So, it is too bad. It's too bad for a lot of things. This whole corona thing has really screwed up a lot of people's lives, to be honest with you, even if they haven't gotten sick. You know, if you if you think about it, let's let's face it, one of the biggest... The biggest event in your life, I would assume, for most people, the first big event in their life would be graduating from high school. Okay? It was a non-event for me. I didn't didn't even go. Okay, well, you're you're exception to the rule. Most people, that's one of the biggest things. And for some people, that's the biggest night of their life, okay? And it's too bad that so many people had to miss them this year. Oh, y- yes. Corona. Yeah, the the grad grad festival says, as we used to call them, now they're that American name prom. Um yeah, yeah, it is it, it is it's a rite of passage, no doubt about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I went to the my, grad parties. My... Okay, don't get me wrong, I did right. go to the grad parties. But I didn't go get the my... little diploma thing. I said just mail it to me. My nephew has been going to university for, uh, let me see, 10 years. He just got his Ph.D. in English. And oh, he, did his dissert- he did his dissertation over the computer. Why not? He just, but he was looking forward to doing it in front of people like he always planned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I yeah I do, but I I think what we're proving right now is that we we do a lot of face to unnecessary face to face stuff that we don't have to do anymore. The amount of people right now that are working from home and it's working and they're successful about it, I, I can't see large offices going back to the way that they were. Can you? No, I can't see that either. But one of my biggest pet peeves in life is that the whole customer service of a- aspect of things is going away because people don't see each other face to face. And they text and they phone 
and they have call centers and shit like that. And I personally, because I'm a, I'm a people guy, and I like the people stuff, okay? Really? I, 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 I took you to be an asshole and that you don't really like people because you, you, one of your big well, lines I, always I is, is people suck. No, no, I don't, I don't like people and people do suck, but I still think there's nothing like having a conversation with an intelligent human being face-to-face. Oh, I agree. It's just hard to as find opposed, those. As, as opposed to, okay, I, I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in the construction industry. You are. And and I and I and I get tired sometimes on big projects. Is you'll get a project manager, and he's like 12 years old. Okay. Yeah, he's and got a piece of paper put, that says he's if, been educated. And if you pick up a telephone and call him. He can't talk on the other end of the phone because his generation doesn't talk to people. Yeah. So it's what bad. I what I have what I have done in the past is is if I'm working on a project and I need answers, I'll go to the construction site and I'll pick the oldest guy standing around doing work and I'll go ask him questions and he usually knows everything. And I think we're getting away from that and because of this coronavirus where there's less people dealing with each other, it's going to get worse. And don't get me started on call centers with people who don't speak English, because that would be a racist thing, and I don't want to be considered a racist. That's not true. You, 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 let, let, if, if they are... Um, depends on, on, on what call center they're calling from, but a lot of them are the same race as us. So even though they can't speak English, whoops, I put forgot to put Charles in the bin. We'll have You're to hope put me in the bin. Hopefully he gave us the right phone number and we're not going to get Anne Marie here. Hi Charles. No, I didn't oh, put you in the Charles. bin. You know the little button that says put in the, the the silent room. Okay. So we got the phone ringing on the air here. Hey Charles, how you yeah. doing? Good. I actually answered, so that's good too. Wait, yeah, it is. It wasn't a, a fax machine either. Yeah, we've been going on some seriously good rants here tonight. Uh, I heard some of them. I phoned, actually, in, I phoned in right after 8 o'clock, so I was listening to a bunch of them. I was on my, okay. on my cell phone in my car, so I heard a bunch. Oh, I didn't know that. I would have brought you on. That's okay. There probably would have been a lot of – there's normally a lot of, like, background noise, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true, but you could have muted that's it. That's okay. That's true. Yeah, so um, – yeah, so we've we've been kind of ranting about and having fun here. Um, I heard the rants about worth. hippies. I think we've gone over just worth. about everything on the agenda, unfortunately, at some point in time. Oh, really? But, okay, uh, well. Yeah, kind of indirectly. Indirectly, well, that's okay. yeah. Yeah, but we we're, we're having fun. CFL continues discussions with the federal government. I don't know if the federal government's discussing things with them, though. That's I, I think that's a big problem. Uh, meanwhile, the Canadian Heritage Minister does not provide funds for for-profit leagues. Well, here's the problem that I have with that. Does this Minister of Canadian Heritage actually ever seen or knows what the CFL is? Because to call it for-profit... It's kind of an inaccurate That's description. That's kind of a stretch. That's kind of a stretch. 
if you know I, I mean. understand what he's talking about, but the reality yeah. of it is I don't think that you can call the CFL a for-profit league. They don't make a profit. You know what I mean? And they'd probably put and they'd probably put millions of dollars into saving an old tree. Uh, no, I think the heritage minister is more for arts and uh, stuff like that. Okay. I, I, I could be wrong, totally wrong. I don't know. I've never really looked at that portfolio. But it's definitely, you know, in, as an anarchist, because I am an anarchist, and that doesn't mean that I believe in chaos. It means that I believe in less government. Uh, I don't think that there should be a ministry of heritage in the federal government. I think that's just a waste of money. It's really ridiculous. And, and, and you know, why do we need this? I think the federal mm-hmm. government shouldn't have this ministry. But anyhow, that's beside the point. He would just get mad. Uh, I think you guys are keeping me up. Whether that I'm just bored stupid. No, I'm not. We're talking football. Okay, so uh, should we go back and do the week seven game picks? Okay. Sure, I'm really I'm really good at these. I got Charles's game picks. I think I got Ch- Charles. Or were those marks? I think those were Charles. Those were marks. Those were marks. Oh, those were marks. marks. Oh, did I really? Oh, they are marks picks, and I put them in in Charles' spot. So I'll move them over to Mark, and we'll see if Charles picks them as well. Okay, so game seven. Now, I just. For people out there that know this, I mean, the CFL put out their schedule in February around Valentine's Day, and uh, we know that with the coverts, we have not had a season start yet. We are we'd, we would be in week seven of the CFL season, 2020 CFL season. So what we're doing is we're taking the games and we're doing a randomizer, computer randomizer by a non. Uh, we're we're going to call him non-biased although he's a huge Calgary Stampeder fan, but he can't be that big of a Calgary Stampeder fan because the Calgary Stampeders suck this year. He's Will's um, buddy. What's that? He's Will's Nothing. buddy, yeah. Um, so uh, that's what's happening. So we do a, a randomizing score, and uh, what happens, and like right now, after week six, we have the BC Lions at 6-0. and oh. We have Winnipeg at Four and one, Saskatchewan at three and one, Toronto at three and two, Calgary at three and three, five hundred football for the Stampeders, Edmonton at two and three, Ottawa one and four, Montreal one and four, and the winless Tiger Cats at zero oh and five because Ottawa pounded so them last week. stupid. <laughs> and you're playing along. Making sense to me. Just not makes no sense whatsoever. Well, oh well. It, does I it really matter? No, I guess it... not. I guess that's why I'm not very good at fantasy football. Well, so be it. Okay, I did you hear? Okay, before we get into this, did you hear that the, the Bank of Canada is trying to eliminate all cash? Right. Will just reminded me this about fantasy football. I said, "How are we going to tip the strippers?" I heard somebody else that asked that the other day too. I mean, it's a valid question, don't you think? 
Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, true. Okay, so back to football here. After week six, the podcaster standings has Charles in first place, overtaking CJ, uh, 34 points total. CJ is now at 32, dropped back to second place. Mark is in third at 30, very tight three-way race for first place there. And we have Will off in the basement with 14, not even half of Mark's score. Okay, so uh, this week we have four games. We have Montreal in BC. We have Edmonton in Ottawa, Saskatchewan in Toronto, and Hamilton at Calgary. Now, we do have a five-point bonus here for BC and and five points for being a home team. So BC will get a 10-point bonus to whatever the the randomizing dice score is uh charles you taking bc or you taking montreal yeah no i'm taking bc i mean that was not hard to uh not hard to figure out um i'd be taking them whether this game was being played for real or just in our pretend game yes we know that so I'm okay yeah. with you taking BC, so I didn't change anything there. William, what you're going to do here, you're going to take your Montreal Alouettes. Go Owls. No, I'm taking BC. You're going to take BC. Oh, you just want BC to yep. lose. Is that what you're trying to tell me here? Yeah, these are not realistic. BC would be 0-4 and four by now if it was the real season, 0-6, and six, something like that. No, 6-0 and oh is what they are, okay? Just yeah, so that no, you know that, they've okay? never been... When was the last time they were six and zero? Wasn't that long ago, was it? Who's that? I remember some pretty good seasons. Okay, BC, BC. When did they start off with a winning record? Oh, okay. It's been a little while. I remember them winning eleven straight once. Yeah, I know. Yeah, once. Not recently. No, it wasn't recently. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're not as wonderful as your Bo Levi Mitchell. Black Lives Matter. Uh, Okay, and the Edmonton Eskimos are the higher-ranked team, so they get five points, and the Ottawa Red Blacks are at home. They get five points, so the five points is a wash with this game. Uh, Edmonton is the better team, but not by much. They're two and three. Ottawa is one and four. Uh, Who are you going to take, Charles? Hmm. How do I think the dice will land? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Edmonton. I'm sorry. I, 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 real or fake, I'm not picking Ottawa many times because I don't think they're going to be a very good team. So I would pick Edmonton. Okay. Uh, William, Ottawa is a pile of losers this year and last year and the year before. Uh, but So uh, are you going to take uh, Ottawa over the uh, – Edmonton No Names or Edmonton Football Club. I like the Washington Football Club is what they're going to be called. No, now. I'm going to take I'm going to take Edmonton. You're going to take Edmonton. Did I say that? Yeah, I'm going to take Edmonton. You, you did. You said you're going to take Edmonton. Well, you know, if I take Edmonton, then it's going to be like uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to take Ottawa. I'm going to take the Red Blacks. I'm being all just joined a bunch of logger groups, so uh, I feel very Red Blackish right now. Um, the next game has the Saskatchewan Rough Riders playing in Tirana and Saskatchewan and Toronto. Both have the same wins, but they have one and 
two different losses because Saskatchewan's had a bye. I think this is a wash myself. They've only got – there's no ties, and they've each got three wins. Okay, we, we have had a rule that says there is no point bonus given if the teams are tied. One has one less loss. I don't think that makes them any better. What's your take on this one, guys? We're going to have, a, we're going to have an official vote here. Um, do we give a five-point bonus to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders over the Toronto Argonauts? I say no. Charles? It seems to me like it should be a wash. It's a wash. That's what well, I would what's your, what, that, We're, we're already a democracy, wash. so we're going to call it a wash. 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 Okay, so there's yep. no five-point bonus here, although Toronto does get five points for being the home team. So, Sparky, if you paid attention to this, which I know you have. Um, okay, so uh, five-point bonus for Toronto. Uh, Charles, who are you going to take? Uh Five point bonus for Toronto. That is that cutting the home team. Yes. All right. You know what? For some reason, Toronto doesn't get things right very often, so I'm going to pick Saskatchewan. You're okay. I, that's the first thing I've I've had to cross off here. I crossed off Toronto and put in Saskatchewan. Okay, William. Yeah. Who are you going to take there? Yeah. What are my choices? Sorry. Toronto. Saskatchewan or Toronto. Uh, I know. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Toronto. I'm going to take uh, Matt Nichols and uh, the law law office, and uh, I think they're going to do better than that Cody guy. Personal opinion? Personal opinion? And the last game of the week, we have the winless, winless Hamilton Tiger Cats against the Calgary Stampeders who are at home and have a five-point bonus. So they have ten points total coming into this week. Uh, Charles, you taking the uh, higher-ranked Calgary Stampeders at home, or are you going to take the winless Hamilton Tiger Cats? Yeah, the dice aren't going the way for the Tiger Cats this year. They're having some struggles, so uh, i got to go with the Calgary Stampeders on this one. I just <laughs> just makes sense. Okay, and and William, are you going to take the Stampeders? Yes, sir. I'm going to take the Stampeders. Okay, and Christopher is taking the Hamilton Tiger Cats because there's no way in hell they can lose seven straight. Yes, they can. Yeah, I know they can, but that's not the point. The point is, I just don't believe that a randomizer can lose be that random. And, and, and lose that many times. So I'm taking the Hamilton Tiger Cats over the Calgary Stampeders. And I want to see a video on this one, Sparky. Okay, that is our week in review. Are we happy with those? Yep. I am. Yes, I am. Okay, so back to the agenda here. Now, I've read these pieces of paper here from Tony Washington, Farhan Lauji, and... Uh, who, oh, by the way, moment. Christopher is, Christopher, I confirmed it, he is an offensive tackle with the Montreal Alouettes. Who, Tony Washington? I, yes, he is. Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. I, I actually thought you said he was defensive guy. He's very well, outspoken on Twitter a lot, too. Yes, and so he did. He basically told people to shut up. 
Get a fucking job. Yeah. Oh, did I say that? Whoops. Yeah, but John Bowman is the one that trashed Justin Dunk. Called and him he should have, because his story yeah. was crap. Oh, can you please find me a story on Three Down Nation, okay, in the last year that wasn't no. crap? Not really, Charles, just, no. Just one. They're a just a click crap. They, they've become nothing more than a clickbait site. It's just absolute junk. I, I don't understand how they can consider themselves football reporters. And anybody who is proud to be associated with Third Down Nation, you're an embarrassment. Your mother's embarrassed about you. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Where are we now? So, Heritage Minister. What do you guys think about that? Charles? Canadian Heritage Minister says no. That doesn't mean it's, it's a dead thing. No, but you know what? The government spends so much money on so much other crap that why not give the CFL a league that's totally uh, a uh, Canadian league, uh, help them out in a time of need. I mean, the, they've never really gone to the government before for assistance. They've actually gone to the NFL before they've ever gone to the government. And he's saying, well, it's not-for-profit league. This isn't about making a profit. This is about uh, a league trying to pay its players, many of which are Canadian people, that have not had a paycheck this year. So I've got no problem with the government helping out. And this heritage minister, this not-for-profit, I mean, it was to me it, sounded, it was kind of an ignorant statement, and I don't know. Whenever the gov- well, government never, it, don't you agree hmm? with them though? Don't it's not really an uh, an arrogant statement or an ignorant statement. It's kind of the fact. Well, yes and no because uh, to me this isn't really a bailout. Uh, this is about uh, asking for assistance in a time uh, that's unprecedented. Uh, if it were just like a, 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 T, a CFL that was struggling financially even though they were playing, and then they go to the government and start asking for money, that's one thing. This is a completely different situation. This is a situation that we haven't been through before. It's a situation nobody anticipated. So sometimes you got to think outside the box here and go beyond the norm. So... I mean, ultimately, it's the government's choice and stuff like that. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. But I don't know. Well, I don't think it's a dead deal with with the federal government just because of this. No, I don't think it is either. But, um, you know, I, I think it's a little more than just helping out a... It's a little more than just helping out a for-profit. It's about, I think, um, like I said, helping out. He's a heritage minister. The CFL is the only league, professional sports league, that actually has all their teams based in Canada, unless you want to go off and count the Canadian Premier Soccer League that's been in business for a year or something like that. So... I don't know. These guys are just trying to figure this out. So, 
Um, do you consider the CFL heritage going back to the maybe some do, maybe some don't? I don't know. But I didn't have a problem with it, and I just thought, uh, I don't know. I didn't like the statement. Oh, I didn't like it at all. But in, in reality, the CFL is not a for-profit organi- uh, company or organization. You have to make a league. profit first before you're for-profit. Yes, and I, I really don't think that When's too the many – When's uh, they made a profit? Exactly, exactly. So I'm having problems with that one. Deep sigh. Yeah. William, what's your thoughts on this? Well, um, I don't. I. I think I think the CFL is kind of a heritage thing, is it not? I agree. It's been around for a hundred and. 25 or whatever it is, 100 years or 125 years. Um, I think they should... You know what? They're giving money to everybody else. Including so people who should why not shouldn't. the CFL? Why not the CFL? And I mean, I'm having, I'm having a tough time right now finding labor guys because they can sit at home and make $2,000 a month. Like Mark, and he's going camping with his two thousand dollars a month. Right, and I mean that doesn't even cover my coffee budget every month, for God's sake. I don't know how people you can do that. Two coffee? I'm exaggerating, Charles. Okay. Um, work with so, him, okay? I've asked yeah, Will yeah, to work, work with, with me this Come tonight. We're you trying to, to work with we're him. Trying to make this exciting, Charles. Come on. I mean, okay. okay, my cigarette and coffee budget, but I don't smoke anymore, so I, I can't say that. Could be now okay. wine. Uh, um, I mean, well, sure, but I didn't pay for that wine, so it didn't cost me any money. I mean, I, I just, just so you know, and and here are the real stats as far as. All those people on COVID, I quit smoking one month, nine days ago, and I've saved $702. That's Are you going to donate like that money to charity? I'm going to donate that money to Willie's Shoe Collection. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay, come on. Really? Oh, that, really the, the numbers there are going to skyrocket. Ask that question. Did Have you, you crossed the 500? Five hundred mark on your pairs of shoes? Have you crossed five hundred pairs of shoes yet? No, I, I, I really, I would say in the last year and a half, I haven't bought any shoes. Wow, really? I, uh, I yeah, there's, there was a, there's a bit of a glut in the market. There was nothing that I really wanted. Okay. So, so okay. yeah, so, but and and I was thinking I'd phone uh, my buddy Pierre Junior and see if he'd buy me some shoes since we're in this COVID lockdown. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, well you can't leave everybody else stuff. Okay, absolutely. So I, 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 my my fingers are doing the walking on the keyboard here, and the Canadian Heritage and its portfolio organizations play a vital role in the cultural, civic, and economic life of Canadians. Arts, culture, and heritage represent more than $53 billion in the Canadian economy and close to 
700,000 jobs, such as films, video broadcasting, music, publishing, archives, performing arts, heritage institutions, festivals, and celebrations. I don't see football falling into any of those categories at all. Okay? Maybe we should be looking at the Ministry of Sports, not the Ministry of Heritage. Don't you think? Why would this guy make sense? Why would this guy even say this? Or what moron asked him a question? Justin Dunk? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Who said that? Who said that? Um, Yeah. So, you know, this, why, why are we even talking about this guy? Because it's not relevant. His portfolio doesn't fit football. I don't know. The Edmonton Football Club no longer as an Eskimos. Thank you, CBC International. Okay. Um, where are we going from here? As a hub city. As a hub city or the hub city? If the league plays in 2020. To say me. that again? Okay. You wrote, okay, Winnipeg yeah. selected as a hub city if the it league plays in 2020. City. Is it that's going to be the hub city? Okay. Yes, that's is a typo. The, the hub city. So what that means is all nine CFL teams are going to be in Winnipeg and all football games are going to be played in Winnipeg. Is that correct? That would be the, that's, that's my understanding, yes. Okay, so that that was my understanding. I just wanted to make sure yes. that we were all on the same playing field here. And the Grey Cup will be played in December in Winnipeg. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm good watching that on TV, thanks. Yeah, that was going to have a discussion written on. Come on, Charles. You don't, you don't want to go to Winnipeg for the Grey Cup, Charles? Come on. I have a tough time figuring any reason to go to Winnipeg in the summer. December, not happening. No. No. There's there's no good. But I'm good. Yeah. And And if I lived in Winnipeg and they let fans go to the games, I would probably lose my job, because I would go to every single game. Well, I think they'd all be night games anyways. They'll probably do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. they just do one a night. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Personally, right now, yeah. though, I'm thinking this is pretty much all for naught. But, well, I mean, this is this is for show. Is that right? Is that what you think? Yeah. I just, to me, they're running out of time. It's already yeah. the 23rd of July. If they want to start around Labor Day, that's like hey, five, six weeks. To, weren't they supposed to 
make a decision today. Yeah, that that uh, that um, has uh, kind of gone out the window. As oh, I as man. I assumed that it would. I didn't think huh. much of that. Well, I mean, I guess in reality they could start. They could start getting everybody here on the fifteenth of August if they're going to start in September, right? Yeah, that would still give them two weeks to isolate and take it from there. Right, they'd have right. to do two weeks do to that. isolate, but then, but then, then what do you training? What do you camp? do for training camp? Then you need at least well, no, two no, weeks, no. maybe they, more they for would, the training camp. They would practice while they were isolating. They're not allowed. They're all, not allowed. How does that work? You, no, 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 no. They're not allowed. Well, what are, can't you all isolate at the same time with each other? They would have to get they would have to get permission from the local government to do that. Right. Okay. So here's my question. Okay, here's my question for you. Yeah. The, the purpose of, of self isolation is so that you don't contaminate anybody around you, right? You, you're, you're a suspected carrier, and you can't don't want to contaminate anybody. So. William, here's a question for you. Yes. If they all come in, okay, all 50 players, minimum 50 players, yep. because, you know, training yep. camp is probably twice that many, and they all yep. kind of go together, that means that entire yep. team could be contaminated. That is and, correct. And, 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 and now no longer allowed to play football. And that would be okay if it was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But if it was any of the other teams, that would be so good. Well, Maybe you need to have an alternative team just in case. Well, what you mean, like the Atlantic the, Schooners? The Atlantic Schooners. There you go. There you go. Well, it's, it, well it the way it would actually work. the season you could start the Schooners because they don't need a stadium. My understanding well, no, is the way that it would work is you would have to pass a positive test before you travel to the city. Then once you get to the city, you have to have another, or not positive test, negative test. And then once you got to the got to the city, you'd have to get another negative test, and maybe two. And I, my understanding is you would have to do two negative tests in a row before you are allowed on the practice field, or something to that nature. I don't know the exact plan because I don't know if the CFL even has an exact plan. Yeah, I, I'm betting money they don't have a plan. It's just just because that's the way the CFL rolls. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just why don't we just say okay, you know what? Pack it up, back this book up, put it on the ground. We'll see you in 2021, okay? Because that's just what it's going to happen. The more time and effort that we spend on this, the more hope that you get up for people. Uh, it, it's just it's going to be depressing for people. We're going to have suicidal CFL fans. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm not expecting it to happen and hoping that I get surprised. But at this point, as I said, I just think we're too far along already, being July 23rd, and no real plan in place. And I know I've heard that the the league and the PA are talking, 
and that for some reason never seems to go well when it does. So they've got to come up with some sort of deal there. And I just, I don't know. More with all these people, um, with players coming out on Twitter and stuff like that recently saying, I'm not coming up there for 33% of my salary. I'm not going to waste my time. So here's the thing. If that's the case, and if that's a majority um, opinion, um, you know, I just don't know. I mean, unless the league's going to budge and pay more of their salary, so you're going to be paying them for more than what they are playing. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can see the league playing. I don't know. This thing's such a weird thing. And there's no leadership, it seems, in the league. I think Randy Ambrosi, sorry to say this, but he's kind of bungled it every, at every turn. So I don't know. I just I don't have a lot of optimism that anything can get done at this point. Simply because they're out of time, and the league and the PA never get along anymore. So it's always a fight when they try to do things. Well, they said that they were going to have a deal in place by Thursday, uh, July 23rd. Mm, well, unless something happens in the next uh, three hours, they're wrong. They're wrong because it ain't going to happen. Because it's not going to happen. You know, the worst part about this whole situation is, so say they don't have football, okay? Let's, let's concede that they're not going to have football. I'm not going to do this podcast or be online for a whole year because all we're going to hear from is fucking bomber fans saying they're the two-time Grey Cup champion. And it will be continuous, nonstop. So I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, they're not going to be two-time. Yeah, but they'll all say Don't try and claim they it. They say the champion. Well, uh, you can't claim it the second time. You can say they're still the champions, and they are. They've been the champions for the last two years, and they are. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. Yeah. We I would rather put up with thermal global thermal nuclear global war or whatever what the hell was that from star uh war games like global thermal nuclear war no what was that thing from do you remember that what what was the word did you not see the movie i don't know which movie you're talking about war games oh war go war games Global thermal, Global nuclear, thermal war. nuclear war. That was it. Yes. I'd rather put up with global thermal nuclear war than Winnipeg Blue Bombers winning another Grey Cup or putting up with the fans. They've really be, they've actually got worse than Ryder fans. I, I, I have very little to say poorly about Ryder fans right now. But Bomber fans, well, they've taken it to a new level. That's just because they got nothing to chirp about right now. So they're keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. Well, no, they're waiting for the season because they have the greatest quarterback of quarterback. all time waiting in the wings. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've waiting heard that. In the wings. 
I've heard to that. take over the CFL. I've heard that by from two different people, two different sources, confirmed sources. Okay, one was Phil Miller, and the other was Kelly Bale. Very unbiased, and and those are fucking reliable sources, aren't? They? Oh, I would think so. Okay. <sighs> Jumping around here, where are we now? Winnipeg Hub City. So some marquee players are saying that they may sit out if the league plays this year. Okay, so you, you you've kind of alluded to this. We like I said, we have not stick to stuck to the schedule very well. That's okay. Because uh, well, no, it's not so much that. It's that we, we, when we're talking about one subject, it just kind of go, flows into another one, right? Okay, now this is a three-down clickbait, clickbait article. Um, it says, it says the, what is it? It goes, CFL products will be dis, dismissed, dismissed, dismissed. Diminished. That's a big word for me. Diminished if games played in 2020 with stars potentially unwilling to report. Now, to me, there's only one player that has said that they will not play. Okay? Yep. And that was Brandon Bridge. uh, Brandon Banks. Brandon Banks. Brandon Banks. Now, Brandon Banks says that he will not play football this year if the Hub City is not Hamilton. Uh. Any either one of you believe him? Because I sure as hell don't. What? That he won't play? I think he's just popping off. I think if they ended up playing in the Hub City Winnipeg, he'd show up. I think he's just trying to. I, I just think he's popping off, like he normally does. So I'm just reading this article here, and it, there, there, it doesn't say anybody. It, it does not confirm anybody has said that they are not going to report. They don't want to come if if they're they're only getting a third of their salary. The only thing is, is that they have a, a link to an old Three Down Nation article about Brandon Banks. Huh. It's almost like Three Down Nation is trying to get clicks or something. Uh, maybe they've got signed a new deal for a, for a, a sponsor that the amount of click throughs they get they they get more money. I don't know. I don't know. The article is just absolute junk, John Hodge. You're a moron. You have no business being a writer in the CFL. You're an embarrassment to our league. Go away. I don't know what else to say. Some marquee players. What some marquee players? Please tell me which marquee players, because one marquee player doesn't count. And What's we will his name for- said? No, no. Who? Darius Daniels said. Darius Daniels said he'd give the league till July 3rd, and if there wasn't an answer by then, he was done for the year, too. So. Okay. And there was somebody else that was saying online on Twitter that he wasn't coming up for a third of his salary. Um, who was it? 
I'm not. Can't remember who it was, but it was somebody on Twitter, one of the CFL players. I just don't remember right now who it was. Okay. I I don't know. I don't see anybody here. So. Where are we? What's going on here? Okay, Winnipeg's Hub City players won't take a look. I, I This one confused me. I, I Really, I've been out of touch. So I think you're going to have fun with me on this one. What the hell happened? Moose Jaw Police looking for the owner of the found Grey Cup League? What What did I do wrong here? What do you mean? Ah! Oh. Somebody in Moose Jaw found a Grey Cup ring, and they don't know it who it belongs to. That's not what you wrote. Yes, Moose Jaw Police looking for owner of found Grey Cup. Oh, what the hell? Grey Cup League? Grey Cup I ring? Know. How did I get... Where did I get league from? It's probably Autofell. <laughs> That's what I'm going to blame it on anyways. Well, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, that, okay, it's like McMahon up here is creating a new league. <laughs> Called no. the Breakup League. No, I'm and I supposed go, to say ring. Okay, I I understand that. That's cool. I'm just wondering, you know, did, wow. I thought maybe they formed a new league, and, and, or the Grey Cup went missing. The actual trophy went missing, or something. But they they found a ring, Saskatchewan Rough Riders Grey Cup ring, and uh, from 2013. It says all in. That's right. They went all in above the salary cap so that the ring is accurate. And Chamblin's the head coach. It says that on the other side. Isn't each one of these rings personalized? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Sometimes, Obviously sometimes not. They would have known who this belongs to. Yeah. William, what was that? Sometimes they are, but it's a it's a team decision, I thought. Because I've got a I've got a fake Ben Roethlisberger great or or Super Bowl ring, and his name is on it. Yeah, I, I, I maybe this is Corey Chamblin's because his name's on the side. I would think that's whose it is. Wouldn't that make sense? Did he sell it to somebody in Saskatchewan for beer money or what? I don't know. I don't know. It it yeah. It it says if you're missing a Saskatchewan Rough Riders Grey Cup ring, please contact Constable Rice. But yeah, I thought they were all personalized. I thought each ring was in it, had had the player's name on it. Hmm. And since this one has actually now to me as a great cup, as a CFL player, I'm, I'm assuming that, okay, we're going work with me here. Okay. Uh, I'm a CFL player and I win the gray cup with the Saskatchewan rough riders in 2013. The hell do I want my head coach's name on the side of the ring for? I'd maybe put the owner's name on the side. Oh, they're not, they don't have an owner, but you know, why wouldn't the general manager be there? Why, why wouldn't the, the, the water boy be there? Why, why is there a head coach on the side of the ring? 
that makes no sense to me at all. Especially considering the guy was such a loser later on. But anyhow, he did win the Grey Cup. But why would you have the coach's name on everybody's ring? That doesn't make sense to me, does it? Wouldn't you have the the players there, and instead of head HC for head coach, you would have running back or quarterback? Or wouldn't you think that Darian Durant would want his name on this ring other than Corey Chamblin's name on the ring? Wouldn't you? I would think so. You would think so. I mean, I'm okay with not personalizing the rings for every player, but why have the coach's name there? I think this has to be Corey Chablin's ring. Now, the, the real question is, why is it sitting in Moose Jaw? Hey, Corey, do you hear me out there? You listen to the show all the time. Go check out your ring, bro. Talk to Constable Murray Rice at the uh, RCMP detachment in Moose Jaw and pick up your ring. Okay, segment seven, we're going to go backwards here because I figured this one will take some time. We got about half an hour left in the show. Let's see if we can do this. Can we talk about some of the top ten feuds? Are are we, like, have we done all ten of them yet? No, 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 we only did a couple. In fact, I think we only did one last week, and that one was uh, Adam Rita and um, Jeff Reinbold. Oh, geez, what the hell? I, I click over on this thing, and I got Justin Dunk down in the corner talking. Terrible. Okay, so you guys actually talked about the Eric Tillman don Matthews fight? No, we never got to that one either. We got to, oh, um, okay. all we talked about was Adam Reed and Jeff Reinbold. I, I think that was just an awesome fight. I know. It's did you see Adam Rita come out there and try to wail on him? It just was funny. Okay. Um, William, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So, uh, number nine on this big list here. I, I clicked on it, and I got the wrong one again. So much for a Three Down Nation website being good. Why is this not? Okay. Dieter Brock and the city of Winnipeg. This is this one just blows my mind, okay? Dieter Brock actually comes out and says that I don't ever want to be in Winnipeg again. So those weren't his exact. Dieter's goal in life is to get out of Winnipeg. That's what his agent said. Um, so I'm this all stems Winnipeg. back. This all stems back to one year the Bombers were in the playoffs in Winnipeg and Dieter Brock already had his car packed and in the parking lot in anticipation of driving back to Alabama when the game was over because they weren't going to win anyways and it just snowballed from there and I think the best thing I think the best he said once upon a time the best thing to do in Winnipeg was go to the zoo that's correct Yep. Uh, so. He says, I'm bored in Winnipeg. How many times can you go to the zoo or the park with your kids before you get bored? What else is there to do in Winnipeg? 
And and then didn't the, didn't the zoo get renamed about Gator Brock or something and or one of the exhibits or something? They, I don't know what it was. They named like a monkey or something after him or something like that. Well, there, I can understand. I can understand him talking about the zoo because do you realize <laughs> at the time Winnipeg Zoo was free admission. Okay. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. They couldn't charge people for it. That is correct. <laughs> they 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 put a sign up that says Peter uh, was here. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so anyhow, so um they they've come back and said that Dieter Brock is one of the uh, all-time best quarterbacks to ever play for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The team loves him. They re- they 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 put him up in the Wall of Honor. Yada 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 yada. Dieter Brock is shocked. Okay, Ralph doesn't know what the hell happened because <laughs> he was under the impression that Winnipeg hated him, and yet here he is being invited back and being treated like a god. So he's he's all at a loss. What's going on here, right? Yep. So I I think it's funny as hell. I mean, is it, it was it really a fight? Well, not oh, really. a feud, I guess. They is it worthy of the number sword. nine position? Sure. What the fuck? Sure. What the fuck? Okay. You know, have you ever, do you have the website up right now? I do. The article? Do you look at Justin Dunk just babbling away at, at the top there with his earbuds in? Yep. Look at the room. It's Doesn't it look like a... boring? This is his apartment because yeah. it's a fridge. There's nothing on the wall. There's no CFL posters. There's no, there's no pictures. Football nothing. Memory. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing on the walls here. I mean, who is this guy? How do you not put something up on the wall? And I mean, like, he obviously lives by himself because a woman would have this place decorated. But a man would have all sorts of shit in here. Man, I'd have a lazy boy, a big screen TV, and a beer fridge. Maybe even a keg. You know, it's just like, seriously. Okay. Uh, okay let's move on. Anybody want to say anything on Dieter Brock and, uh, and going on here? Or are we going to move on to number eight? Because number eight is really exciting. Number eight is Tyrone Jones and Cal Murphy. Really? Uh, it's funny because Dieter Brock, I, I, I did read the uh, the Adam Rita, Jeff Reinbold one, and I did read the Dieter Brock and Winnipeg one, and I did read another one from yesterday or day before or something else. But the rest of these, really? Do you know anything background on this one? Cal Murphy was a dick at the best of times, wasn't he? Yeah, basically, uh, someone not getting along with Cal Murphy. Big surprise. 
Yeah, who shot? Yeah, players? it was it was it was a contract dispute. That's what it was. It was a contract dispute between the two of them. But is that really a feud, though? I mean, it's no, contract because disputes happen he, all the time. A feud is something because, that goes on like over years. Yeah, because he continued to play for Cal Murphy. <laughs> so yeah, he, he ended up going back after this. So yeah, I mean, there was a lawsuit that was involved. Um, they even gotten to number one yet? No, they haven't done number one. In fact, uh, they've only done number three. Yep. No, I got number two here. Oh, do you have number two? Oh, number two is Troy Westwood and, and Troy Ed Westwood Fillion. And Ed Fillion. Yeah. They haven't done number one yet. I, we don't know who that one is. I, I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping. Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? What do you think it is? I was thinking all along that it was going to be um, – Joe Cap, Joe Cap and, and Mosca, uh, and Mosca, but that was wasn't that already on this list? No, maybe not. Maybe that was number no, one. No, it's not. Maybe that not was on this one. list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I did read the Eric Tillman Don Matthews one. That was pretty good. Did you Those read that one? Those guys did not like each other. No, but they they worked with each other several times. They won a great cup together in Toronto. Yeah. And they, they 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 never talked to each other. They sent each other notes. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I remember number seven, which was Dave Chaters and Doug Flutie. I don't even remember Dave Chaters. I remember that vividly. A game where the Lions played in Toronto, and. Um, Doug Flutie, uh, uh, Dave Chaters was giving uh, Doug Flutie a rough ride the entire game. Uh, I think he even maybe hit him late a couple of times. So the the Argos end up winning the game. Flutie goes on and talks to CBC after and basically intimates right on TV that Dave Chaters is on steroids. Because I remember the interview because Doug Flutie just lost it. He was pissed off. And then he's like, "Oh, we got to get guys like Chaters, and we got to get steroids out of the league and stuff like that." He didn't so much say it in exact words, but it was very clear what he was intimating. Okay. I remember quite well. I remember seeing that uh, interview, and I remember people talking about it a lot. But basically, Flutie saying, "Yeah, this guy's on steroids." Yeah, the the actual quote is they are doing whatever they feel like doing on the field, and Dave Chaters is their leader, is leading the group. People are going to get hurt out there until the league starts testing for steroids. It's going to be that way. Serious implications came across clear as day. Dave Chaters was on steroids and a threat to player safety. Yeah. Steve Chaters comes back saying, this is the CFL, not the DFL, the Doug Flutie League. William, you got something to add? Not really. No? You know, we could could talk for hours and hours on, on different things like this, but you know what, the, the list, the more I look at this list, the more 
I don't think they these guys at Three Down Nation know what the hell they're talking about. Who cares? They've picked some very terrible little feuds. Some of them were just, I think, just there to put on the list. I mean, some of them are not memorable. At all. A lot of them are not memorable at all. No. Uh, but I, obviously, I think Joe Cap and uh, and uh, I'm, wait, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that Mosca one. Should have been number one. Well, we're not oh, wait, there yet, right? Oh, just actually, I just found it. Top ten CFL feuds: Joe Cap versus Angelo Mosca. Maybe this is was this number one, or this has to be number one. Yeah, it is. I guess this this article uh, we have up here is the one was uh, one week short because it only went to week number two. But I just went back out and find found a different one. I'm gonna copy and I'm gonna send it to you guys right now so you guys can see it. But yeah, number one is Joe Cap and Angelo Mosca. Okay, let's go talk As about it that because be. that was funny. And they start off yeah, by saying, was, was any other feud really in consideration? No. No. Yep. Two geriatrics beating on each other. Now that was funny. Yeah. And it was over something that was um, four, that happened 48 years before. Some guys hold grudges for a long time. Apparently. God, I don't know how many times I've watched that video, but it's just, I laugh every time I see it. Oh, it's hilarious. I I, I just wish there was more to it than that, because I just. And then they go through all that, and then the two of them end up on Dr. Phil, of all places. Yeah, it, it, it was absolutely ridiculous, but it was well, the... funny as hell, funny as hell. These two old geriatric guys go going at it, right? And this was like a, like a gray cup, like a breakfast thing or something, I think. Yeah, they went at it. And Angelo Mosca's got a cane. And it all started because uh, Joe Cap had like a flower and he was waving it in Angelo Mosca's face. So it was, uh, Mosca a piece takes of, the cane and swings it at him. And then, and then Joe Cap lands a haymaker. Oh, yeah. Nails him. Mosca, there he goes. And Mosca he's down. Was so old. Angelo Bosque was so old, he probably couldn't stand up anyways. So. <laughs> well, he's walking with a cane, and the cane didn't do him any good. Yeah. Down for the count. The military is there. <sighs> now, you, you do know what this goes back to, right? Yeah, it goes back to the 1963 Grey Cup. 1963 Grey Cup, when Angelo Mosca hits, oh, the name's gone for Willie, me now. Willie Fleming. Willie Fleming, out of bounds, right, after the play's over, nails him and takes him out of the Grey Cup game. Hamilton beats, goes down and defeats the uh, BC Lions in the Grey Cup. We lost yeah. our star running back to a late cheap, disgusting, filthy, slimy hit by the dirtiest player in the CFL. There's no bias in that at all. 
Okay? That's just, I'm just calling it the way that it is. <laughs> uh, and, and this feud went on and on and on for decades, uh, obviously, because when, when did this happen? This was not, that was the Vancouver Great Cup in 2011, wasn't it? Yes, it was, 2011. That was 2011. So, I mean, that, that's, that's 53 years later. These two guys are still fighting about it. I mean, yeah, Joe Cap tried to give Angela Mosca, a, a, you know, like bury the hatchet. Here's the, here's a gift, a little flower. But then he started waving it in his face and slapped him in the nose with it. I mean, Joe Cap, don't get me wrong, Joe Cap should have got smacked for what he did. But uh, Angela Mosca should never have swung his cane at him. That was a weapon. I don't know. I loved it. You know I what? Even in this article, Three Down Nation doesn't even get its facts right. No. They said it was the 51st Grey Cup to be played at the Empire Field in Vancouver for the first time ever. Well, the Grey Cup was played in Vancouver, I know for a fact, in 1956. So this is not the first time ever. Yeah. They, they can't get their facts right. I don't know how many times we've proved Three Down Nation wrong. It's, it, they're an embarrassment to the CFL. Yeah. 64 to 11 is actually 50 years. Yes. 49. 48. 48 years. 48 years later. Okay. Well, Sorry, they played that. the Grey Cup in Empire Stadium in 1955, not 54 yeah. to 6. But it wasn't the first Grey Cup ever. That no. I do know. Yeah, pretty pretty sad. He just slugged them. It was also played there in '58. Um, no, but it's one of those videos. And this was one that actually got uh, uh, press everywhere. Like they were showing it all over the U.S. and everything. It was on every like newscast and everything. There are some people that go out there claim that it was staged, but that was not staged. No, no, There's no. There's no, no way. No. What, you mean the fight Those of the old guys? They generally still hated each other. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, without question. There's no way that, that that expressions on their face could be staged. No. They'd be laughing their ass off. Uh, William, you haven't said anything on this. You know what? <laughs> There's not much to say. I mean, it was funny when it happened. It goes back 40 or 50 years. Still funny. It goes back 40 or 50 years. It is still funny. I, I just, I really think the whole, the whole article in general about talking about these feuds is just silly. I, I've I've read a couple of them and they haven't really kept my interest because it's not like it was the reason behind it was somebody killed somebody's mother or something like that. It was just silly shit. You know what I mean? I thought the, well, one, the Michael Michael Lisco versus the Board of Governors one was interesting. Basically, I, I, they, yeah. they they got rid Go of him because he wasn't going to lie down and just be a yes man for him. He wanted to hold the Board of Governors accountable for some of their crap, and they didn't like that. 
And they well, were looking nah. for reasons to get rid of him. Well, Jeffrey Orridge comes to mind there too, doesn't it? Same, same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the Eric Tillman, Don Matthews one. I thought that was rather funny. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it just – I think people right now are are really stretching to find something Things to write to talk about, about, talk about to keep the 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 CFL, you know, front and foremost. I think that that's what we we need to do. As uh, I, I don't want to put myself in in any type of shoes that consider myself part of the media because I'm not and I don't ever want to to think that I am, but we're just trying to keep the league relevant to the fans and keep them talking about something. And we just talk about shit where three down nation makes up shit. (laughs) I think there's a difference. I I I hope there is. Yeah. I honestly think that's why they're still trying to figure out a way to play some kind of season. Because I think they're afraid that they're going to just go falling out of uh, out of everyone's um, consciousness and so on. Because uh, you know it's out of sight, out of mind. I just so so against a six game schedule. You have no idea how against a six game schedule I am. An eight game schedule, I would be perfectly okay with. You know, why cannot they? Why can they not play every other team? Once they're all going to be in Winnipeg, because that's the thing too. Is they're talking about the six-game schedule, but then they're talking about expanding the playoffs. So rather than expand the playoffs, just expand the regular season two games. What did you hear? What they're going to only one team is going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. People already make fun of the CFL because um, two thirds of the league make the playoffs, or or um, yeah, two thirds of the league make the playoffs. Now we're gonna do eight and nine. I don't get it. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I mean, first off, they shouldn't care about people making fun of the league because. Two-thirds of the team make the playoffs. But I don't understand why they would do this. Why? I, I Personally, I don't think that two-thirds of the teams should make the playoffs. I don't think the top three teams in each division should make the playoffs. I think only the top two. And actually, the, only the top four teams in the league. Okay? 50% of the teams should be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. I mean, we've never never actually had that discussion before. What do you think? We've talked about changing the playoff format. We've talked about changing all sorts of things. I don't mind doing top six because then you got the uh, the first place team with a bye, and then um, why a bye? Two teams each. Why why should Pardon? a team get a bye? You get rewarded for finishing in first for having the best record in your division. Not That's unusual. not a reward. Ask the Calgary Stampeders. Well, not always. No, you're right about that. I think uh, I think they should base it on 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 who 
uses their kicker the least amount. <laughs> gets, gets first place, okay? Now, here's like, a feud like, for you. Here's a feud for you. Uh, Will versus kickers. <laughs> okay, here, I have a question for you, Will. Okay? Yes. Regardless yes. of what happens, well, no, yes. this is not a true statement. So if the team goes but. down and they don't get a touchdown, they don't get a field goal, they kick, they punt it. Yes. Okay? So the team yes. goes down, they, they, they don't get a touchdown, but they kick a field goal. Yes. The team goes down and they get a touchdown and they kick a convert. Yes. There's a kicker at the end of each play, regardless of the thing. But now you're on, saying that on, possibly they could go down and on, do a two-point conversion. No, no. On Willie's football team, you always go for it on third down. Yeah, and when you that. score a touchdown, and when you score a touchdown, you go for the two-point convert. Every time. Nobody would have to guess with my football team. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So, I want to talk about something else for a minute that Charles didn't include tonight, and I'm very disappointed in it. Okay. You know what that would be, Charles? Would you, you know what that would be, Charles? No. The 2020 Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, God, yeah, you know what? I forgot all about that. I should have put that in. Okay. Do you know who they are, right. Christopher? Do you know who they no, are, Christopher No, actually, uh, Henry Burris is one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I know that, but that's as far as it goes. John Huffnagel. Uh, John, that's right. John Huffnagel's another one. I remember that. Yeah, he's in the builder's Freddy, category. Freddie Freddy Childress. One of my all-time favorite offensive linemen, and uh, Greg Vavra. Okay, what do they all have in common? All Calgary Stampeders. Thank you. All in one year. That's pretty amazing. Yes, they did go on and play for other teams, of course. But I thought that was pretty amazing. That's true. Every one of them were were played for Calgary. Yeah. Or Greg Vavra. Calgary. Greg Greg Vavra was another typical example. It's been going on for a hundred years. That was a a CIS quarterback that was never given a chance in the CFL. But how did he make it in the Hall of Fame then? I you know what I meant to read it. And it's got because he was a backup with, the whole time, or is he like yeah, a college guy? Some, it, yeah, it's got something to do with college or something like that. I didn't read that part because I've never been a big fan. And and actually, Freddie Childress, after he retired from football, he sat behind me for three years at Stampeders games. So okay. now that was me. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm that, was a, that, out. that was a, that was an extremely large human being. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. So I'm reading this. Childress played with the Shreveport Pirates, the Birmingham Bears, the Calgary Stampeders and the Rough Riders. 
across 13 yeah. seasons, appearing in 185 regular seasons game, 14 playoff matches, and three Grey Cups, winning two of them with Calgary in 98 and 2001. A six-time division All-Star and was named uh, CFL's All-Star on three occasions, 96, 97, and 98. In 98, he was also recognized as the league's most outstanding offensive lineman. Why didn't he get the call to the hall? Before now? Yeah, you're saying that, you know, you don't know why he's on this list. No, 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 no. We were talking about, no, we were Greg, talking about Vavra. G- Greg Vavra. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh... What this is is this the CFL Hall of Fame or Canadian yes. Football Hall of Fame? Well, it's the same thing, Hall believe. of Fame. Right, but it's not the it's not the Canadian Football League Hall of Fame. It's a Canadian no, no, Football it's Hall the of CFL. Fame. So he yeah. got it for his van. No, it's not the CFL, is it? It's for his college, it's, I think. It's Canadian Football in general. Canadian Football Hall yes. of Fame, correct? It's not yes, the Canadian Football League Hall of Fame. He made it because of his college career. Is that correct? Yes. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, he, he played five seasons at quarterback with the Dinos, winning yeah, the Vanier he was Cup. An out, he was an outstanding quarterback, and he never got a cup of fucking coffee in the CFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was one time a backup for the BT Lions. I remember that. Yeah. He, he's got the single game passing record of 627 still today. Passing yards in one U Sports CIAU. Wow. He played 55 regular season games with three teams. Whether, yeah. however much he got playing That's time, he got. probably sitting on That's the bench for a lot of it. I'm sure. <clears throat> Well, he got there because of his college career. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and same Joff, with Larry Utek. Right. And John Huffnagel because he was a career backup in the CFL, if I remember correctly. Okay. So. One he, he won a Grey Cup as a player. In eighty four. Yeah, he did. He was with he was with Winnipeg, was he not? It doesn't say the backup. I think he's the backup in Winnipeg behind uh, Tom Clements. Well, he's got a the highest win percentage of coaches that have coached more than 100 games. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah, That's interesting. And he's most famous in Calgary for his speech before the 2008 Grey Cup. When Calgary went into Montreal and upset the Montreal Alouettes in Montreal. Uh, 
Well, come on, at lib, kind of tell us what that was about because we're not there right now. It's not in this little little thing here, I, I, and I don't recall what, this what, speech. What was the speech was, and they still play it on many programs. Um, something to the effect of, you know. Montreal has a better record. We're playing the Great Cup in Montreal in their stadium, and we got them just where we want them. And they went out and kicked Montreal's ass. Okay. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. In his... I do believe, if if I am correct, I do believe John, John Huffnagel is partially deaf. I think so. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about that too. Yeah, the way he talks. I do believe he's partially deaf. He is actually quite a big guy too. Like he's tall. I stood next to I stood next to him, Charles, at the Great Cup in Edmonton, and he was quite tall. And you sat next. You, you stood next to him at the Great Cup. Okay. Yes, not at the Great Cup. At one of those venues before the Great Cup. Um, and of course, there's Henry Burris, and I think Henry Burris speaks for himself, right? Yeah. No question. <clears throat> Okay, where are we here? Uh, two minutes left in the show. Anything else you guys want to touch base on here? Because uh, I'm going to wrap this really quickly. Anything interesting? Yeah. What else is happening? Well, are, so, are we going to have a, a football season in 2020? Uh, I am more optimistic today than I was a week ago, <laughs> but not really. I don't know. I'm going to say I'm 50-50 right now. Okay. Charles? Charles. I want to say yes, but I don't think so. Okay. I don't think we should, but that's beside the point. We got Mark's picks. We got everybody else's picks. Sparky put it up. Throw the dice. Take a video. Take a video. I want to see this Hamilton-Calgary game. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 445. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. We've had Bill McDonald and Charles Cliff on the show. Mark Weddall has been missing in action with his $2,000 a month Serb. He's gone camping. Uh, Charles, say goodnight. Goodnight, folks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see how much things change in the next seven days because they almost change day to day at this point. Yeah, it, there's a lot of things that are going to change. New CBA, whether or not we're going to get a a, a, league, uh, a season this year. Uh, COVID numbers are rising. All sorts of things are happening. William, say good night, my friend. Good night, everybody. And the big question is, William is going to Edmonton this weekend. Will he go and buy an Eskimo jersey? That is the question. I, I think I would just keep it all original packaging and everything and, and just uh, put it on the shelf. Maybe. Start Saturday or something. I don't know. 
Say good night, guys. Take care. Good night.